animal noises <laughs> yeah. from time to time. The giraffe effect. I love the giraffe effect. <laughs> Makes you sound like you have a really long neck. <laughs> it's just like echoey as shit. If you had a like giraffe coming out of the you know be cool? particle accelerator. If humans had a giraffe neck, I bet there'd be body modificationists that would get like tracheotomy things up and down their neck. Oh, and then they could play their yeah. neck the flute. <laughs> <laughs> like a recorder uh-huh you know dude i saw a girl with uh yeah, like a did. corset uh piercings yeah like she pierced like in two in a row in two rows up her side and had like a ribbon strung between all of them i've seen that in the in back she actually had rings mounted in her back yeah and they were laced that's what up it was. yeah that's crazy it is crazy that girl crazy. Is... i saw lizard man too I've seen the lizard man as well. I've seen a cat. Have you seen Catman? Bifurcated tongue. No. Catman. Catman do? Catman can do. He has got, he's, he's tattooed his face like a lion. Mm-hmm. He's grown out his bushy orange mane. He must have been a ginger kid. He's, he's but he got his bushy orange mane. Yeah, because if he tattooed his face, he certainly can't dye his hair red. That's <laughs> true. So he's got this bushy orange mane, and he's had, um, his lip is a slit to his nose. Oh. He's had plastic surgery to make his nose look like a cat nose. Oh. And he's had these metal studs, like tin metal studs implanted in his cheeks that he can put fiber optic wire. Oh, my uh, God. So it looks like he's got whiskers. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't look human anymore. He yeah. looks like a real-life furry. <laughs> oh, my God. Probably fucks like one. Probably. Is this, this is getting recorded. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, thank God. You're listening to Blue Yonder with your hosts, Jim Jones. Peter Streets. And introducing Aaron Hubbard. Should they give us an intro? Oh, we're doing intros again? We have to. I you you got away with it last week because I was sick. Yeah. We were both sick. We we're, were I'm not still in the right sick, mind. man. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, this is recorded great. like two days after our last podcast. True. Because uh, Aaron's got prior obligations. No, it's four. We recorded four Wednesday. days. Yeah. It's Wednesday. It's now Sunday. I've been sick for like This is the Sunday pre-pack Sunday. Pre-pack Sunday. It's not actually pre-pack Sunday. There's another Sunday before packs. No, there's not. Oh, yeah. Because this is coming out oh, Friday that's right. next I week. I keep on thinking that yeah. like, I, I'm leaving next week. That's the thing. I've got like one day to record before yep. PAX, and this is it. So yeah. <laughs> uh, Peter and Jim are going to have to cast without me next week, but yep. we wanted to get this PAX preview so the listeners will know what we're doing. What we're doing, how to get a hold of us, all that kind of stuff. Uh, I am Jim Jones. Let's go to the intros. And I'm Aaron Hubbard. And you'll know who's smart by the end of this one. <laughs> yes, you will. Um, we wanted to talk this week, obviously, about PAX East, because we're heading out there in two weeks. Um, Aaron had some stuff you wanted to talk about uh, with uh, uh, some flash mobs that may be going on at PAX East. Up front, I want to say the best way to contact us or see what we're doing at PAX East mm, yeah. is to follow our Twitter at uh, – twitter.com slash bald move yep we're going to set it up to where it'll echo uh our tweets back you know the tweets that jim and i make individually to that jim one central <laughs> central channel and on um, our web page yeah on, on, on our main bald move.com page it'd be a twitter account no 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 you wanted to set up 
an echo from you want to no, set up a I widget want, on our on our page no, to do no, that no. As well, what right? i want is whenever i tweet something the bald move account will echo it not oh. the web page the actual we'll account. just sign into the bald move account and tweet it well, <laughs> i guess but then we can't keep a separate stream Okay, well... We'll have to talk yeah, about okay, this. Okay, we'll but, figure it out, but, not but on bald air. Move yeah. Dot, yeah, twitter.com slash baldmove will be the best way to... Uh, as we move from place to place and do different things <laughs> and see cool stuff, we'll be posting it there. And uh, to go along with that, we actually wanted to get some questions from our listeners to ask Mike and Jerry, because you're going to the, yeah, I'm going the to, Penny Arcade draw strip I'm or doing whatever. every Penny... I always do this at the, the PAXs. <laughs> I go to every freaking Penny Arcade panel there is. So. Can, we, can we talk about this up front real quick? Okay. Uh, can we put your subject on hold to talk about the vastly different experience no, no, that no. you let's and do, I have? Let's, I want to talk about the main subject first. <laughs> okay. Right. So uh, the main subject is, that I want to talk about that I'm most interested in is not gaming. has nothing really to do with the con. Mm-hmm. It's this Dick Wolves controversy. <laughs> the Dick Wolves. Wow. I want to see how the Dick Wolves are going to be treated at, Penny Ar- at the P- Penny Arcade Expo in Boston because this is the first one since the brouhaha really like the shitstorm hit. Since the dick um, hit the fan. Because, like, so just to, uh, so everybody knows what's going on. Penny Arcade made a panel called The Sixth Slave. And it was lampooning in MMOs and in other games how, you know, you're the hero and you're sent to liberate a slave camp. But you're never, you're never supposed to liberate the whole thing. You're supposed to, like, <laughs> save five slaves. And there's sure. hundreds of them there. Yeah. So it shows a, a, a hero like w- with five slaves, and he's like whistling Dixie and leaving the camp. And a slave comes up behind and says, "Oh, please, sir, take me with you too." And he says, uh, "You know, uh, every morning we're awoke. Uh, every night we're raped asleep by dick wolves. Every morning mm-hmm. we're roused by blows. My life is an unending hell." Blah blah blah. And the hero just cuts him off and is like, oh, "Oh, whoa, buddy! I'm supposed to save five slaves." <laughs> And the and the slave goes, but, but, and he goes, hey, hey, buddy, don't make this weird. And he just leaves. So that's a pretty funny joke. It's yeah, like talking about yeah. how stupid and arbitrary the MMOs are. Mm-hmm. Well, there are groups of people, uh, a lot of women that, uh, you know, some are rape survivors, some are just feminists, that disprove of any joke or anything that makes light of or is seen as, as deriving humorous substance from – the concepts and and subject matter sure. of rape, and they would not have Dick Wolves as pets. No, and so uh, Shakesville is one of these sites, and she took issue with it. And Mike and Jerry were like blown away. It's like what the fuck. Um, so they actually made another comic that basically like, look, we didn't mean for people to take this as pro rape, and they were like being real sarcastic. And at the end of the strip, they're like, if if because you read this comic and started raping someone, stop raping them now. <laughs> yeah. Leave. Uh, apologize. Leave. Go forth and rape no more. Well, this just pissed off sure, the sure. rape uh, community, the anti-rape community, the rape awareness community even further. Mm-hmm. And they suggested that, you know, there's, there's all this brouhaha about you should use trigger warnings. Like before – you know, before you do a strip about rape, if you're going to have the bad... Like a disclaimer warning, this says, strip contains rape jokes. This this is the trigger warning for people with sexual assault, you know, sensitivities or whatever. And Gabe and Jerry oh, rightly pointed God. out, hello, that's every Penny Arcade. We <laughs> offend yeah. someone every week. We talk yeah. about pedophilia. We talk about bestiality. Uh-huh. We talk about rape. We talk about, I mean... And this joke wasn't actually about rape, but they uh, yeah, have made yeah. those jokes. Okay. 
Uh, okay, I'm sure they have. And the other thing is this woman claimed to be – the other thing that set them off is she claimed to be a long-term Penny Arcade fan. And they're like, bullshit. Yeah. No fucking way is this lady a long-term Penny Arcade fan because if she was, she wouldn't be doing this shit. Yeah, she would have gotten out a lot sooner. So I was totally on board with them. Um, I thought, like, you know, there are these groups that have issues that are singular of importance to them. Mm-hmm. And they don't find – you know, if, if I imagine if you're a rape survivor, one of the – you know, there's some people that will still find humor in it. And there's some people that are, are traumatized by it, mm-hmm. need a lot of work to be done. Um, I don't think the answer is for the rest of the world to stop, you know, to alter their sense of humor and what they talk about. I think the, the solution is to work on yourself until you're no longer traumatized and in this continuous instant cycle. of victimhood. Oh, you are an insensitive I know, rape and that's apologist. They, and that's what they, I would be called a rape apologist at this point, And yeah. I would be saying, oh, blame the victim and yeah. do all this stuff. Shame on you. But on the other hand, you know, uh, you can make a joke about anything. There's dead yeah. baby jokes that are funny. And see, here's the thing. My whole take on this is that none of their jokes have actually been about, oh, my God, it's fun to rape. Like, rape is a There's good thing. There's probably been at least one. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm talking about within this scenario. I don't okay, know yes. anything about the Panera history. Yes. But within this Dick Wolves scenario, the Dick Wolves joke was not about rape. No. It was about MMOs. Yes. The second joke was and not actually, about rape. And actually, rape was a, it was highlighted as a bad thing. They're being raped to sleep <laughs> exactly. by Dick Wolves. And no one How? was having fun with that. Right. And it's so absurd. That they, they, you know, rape to sleep by Dick Wolves. They could have said, I'd just get raped every night. That wouldn't be as funny as rape to sleep. Sure. Rape to sleep it's, it's is funny. It's an impossibility that's hilarious. And then by Dick Wolves, like there's some mythical creature that's... Yeah, that's just per- out there for rape. Like, Or is being put... I don't... That's the other thing. People say, well, that's like... I think Dick Wolves are just wolves that have penises everywhere and they've been employed to rape. Yeah, you know? yeah. uh, they're probably especially good at it, but... Yeah. Um, um, but the second joke was also not about rape. The second joke was about how over like how misunderstood the first joke yes, was. Yes. But I think that's where they started to cross the line and yeah, we'll get to this bit later. But then okay, so flash forward to Pax Prime mm-hmm. and somebody came up to the podium during the make a sketch panel, which I'm gonna try to get Jim to go to this year. Um, where Jer- Mike actually draws a penny arcade thing, start to finish, color and everything, right in mm-hmm. front of the audience. One of the things is people make requests, and he'll just draw something on the strip and then erase it. Or mm-hmm. he'll, like, make Tycho have enormous penis, or, you know, he does all <laughs> kinds of crazy things. Um, someone said, hey, Mike, what does a dick wolf look like? Mm-hmm. So he whipped up a new image, and he drew a dick, or he drew a, a wolf that had basically stood on four penises. <laughs> oh, giant penis legs. <laughs> And everybody's so funny. So then a couple weeks later, as they do, they made a new shirt called the Penny Arcade Dick Wolves with an image of a wolf's head on it. And this, a lot of people mistook this as them tweaking these rape survivors again. Mm -hmm. In reality, the way I read the timeline, this has been months. This now joke was about what happened at PAX. In their mind, it wasn't connected. They weren't like, I'm rubbing this in your face. Yeah. Um, the, the issue had died, and they were now doing something else. So then this thing went submarine for, like, three months. And then one woman who was usually participates at Penny Arcade panels, I guess she's done a few panels. Hmm. She wasn't a keynote speaker, who I, which, who I really thought um, originally. which, uh, But she said that she's not going to attend this year because of... 
Uh-oh. Yeah, so that started a shit storm. One out of 50,000 people not going to be there. That's a shame. But then that's kind of what J- Mike said. His original is like, well, if you're going to be offended by she's, you know, the Dick Wolf shirts and all this stuff, well, then yeah. don't come. It's not the place for you. Then. Well, the problem is there's a lot of, I guess... You know that, that so this brought a lot of this got a lot of news for some reason, and it got a lot of the rape survivor networks a- accusing Mike and Jerry being rape apologists and all this oh, kind of stuff. Man, the problem here is it's like let's say you made a joke about gassing Jews. Okay, Sarah Silverman okay. does it. Offensive. It's offensive, but it can be. You could make one that's funny, arguably. Sure. Let's say that there is a band of Auschwitz survivors. They're all in their 90s. They all have the serial numbers tattooed to their arms. They survived these atrocities, and they took umbrage. Mm -hmm. The correct response to them is probably like, we're sorry this is a raw issue. Uh, We thought we stand by the joke, think it's funny, but, you know, here's some resources on the Holocaust, and here's if you want to donate to, you know, Holocaust awareness and all that kind of stuff. To be kind of sensitive, what I Mike and know, Jerry man. did is they basically doubled down and like, oh yeah, ninety-year-old survivors of Nazi brutality. Uh-huh. Fuck you. That's not. What, gonna, that's not what they did. They though. did. They, no, no. It's, Mike's a dick, and that's what he did. I I don't believe. I don't that. think like, he was thinking know, that dude. in his head. I don't mm-hmm. think he's thinking that. But Mike is a big free speech opponent, and when he hears somebody basically okay. saying okay. your speech was wrong and hurt people, his natural reaction is to come. He's an artist. His natural reaction is fuck. His natural reaction is to come out both middle fingers blazing. I'm gonna art. I'm gonna create. I'm gonna make my art. And, this isn't North Korea. This you know, is this is piss US. Christ, baby. You know, <laughs> what's well, is a reference if you don't know? I, I don't know. God, I'm so fucking old. Um, some artist made a exhibit in new york it was literally a mason jar full of his own piss with a ivory carving of jesus on the cross submerged in it nice and he called it the piss christ (laughs) and that got a lot of people angry at him but his response was it's art fuck you yeah yeah so that's what mike did but here's the thing is you can't look good when you are picking a fight with rape survivors (laughs) and i think the appropriate response would have been we stand by the original joke I we're sorry that people got offended, but that sometimes happens when you're doing art and when you're trying to comedy. Here oh. is some information about rape awareness, and you know maybe maybe t- rate, you know sell a couple of your pieces to raise some money for it. So you don't seem like an insensitive asshole. See, I I don't agree that they ever have made fun of rape victims or rape. I think well, both a jokes. Hell of a lot of their followers have, and what it, what. What's his most recent thing? Okay, well, their followers are not them. I don't care about but what But they do have some responsibility for what they do. Sure, like not. But, but if they're making jokes about MMOs and people go wrongfully accuse them of being rape apologists, and then they make another joke about how people misunderstood the first joke, right. I don't think that's making fun of any rape or rape apologists or rape I kind victims of agree, or anybody. Except for somehow the, penny, the Dick Wolves t-shirts got <laughs> – Okay. Got – um, so let's bring this around to PAX East. All right. We'll, so these Dick yeah. Wolves t-shirts got to be this touchstone for a lot of Pinny Arcade supporters. Like, we're going to wear our Dick Wolves t-shirts, too. <laughs> okay. But the, the, but also Dick Wolves got tied back to the rape. Like and they took somehow, the Dick Wolves t-shirt off the store, right? Well, that's what happened. Somehow that this got transformed. The Dick Wolves shirt was, pro, was now Team Rape or Go Rape. Uh-huh. And there was actually a guy with a Twitter account. I think it's still active. It's, it's now called Team Rape, and he's trying to organize Team these... Rape. Okay, that's that's, that's but too this far. is what's happened. So he's like he's trying to organize rallies with the Dick Wolves. Okay, t-shirts. but this is not Mike and Jerry. Doing I know. This shit. So anyway, Mike. Like, and, so this got bad. Like people yeah. started sending him emails saying, "Well, your wife should be raped," and Jeez all this stuff, Christ. and it. 
and people were like doing the same thing to the rape survivors. They were saying, well, if you come to PAX, you're going to get raped, all this. It's just wow. disgusting. Yeah, so disgusting. Mike's like, you know what? We're pulling the Dick Wolves t-shirt. This happened about six weeks ago. Mm-hmm. We, you know, I hope everybody still feels comfortable. Um, and it started to die down, but then like two days later, someone asked him on Twitter, are you going to wear, or can we wear our Dick Wolf shirts? And he goes, sure. Why not? I will. And it just exploded uh, again. So it's like, that's where he starts crossing yeah, the line. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's not the greatest idea. So I'm genuinely curious and it's kind of died down a little bit, but there's, I'm, but there could always be that research. Cause you've got these, you, number one, you've got women that can rightfully take offense at people trying to be. In your face with these dick wolves, Kurt. And, and PAX has always tried to pride itself on being uh, a place that female gamers can be friendly. They have okay. a lot of enforcers there to make sure people don't be disrespectful. They don't have booth babes. They, it's, they kind of encourage you to bring your girlfriend. Well, this is like, you know, there's some women that said, you know, I'm not sure I'll feel comfortable if they got a bunch of fucking 18 to 24-year-old white men in, in uh, dick wolves t-shirts under the banner of Team Rape. But that seems okay. like it's a little threatening. Sure, sure. Let's let's not go into like the double standard on like women versus men rape. Yes, but, but you're right. But it would be hilarious to see a bunch of women wearing the Dick Wolf shirts. And there packs. will, I guarantee, there will be women because there's they, they've said as much because there's some that, women that, that would are be just, interesting to me. Just as much with the guys are like this is bullshit, blah blah blah, kind of yeah. here. I'm in the middle. I think that the original joke was fine. The follow-up joke was fine. The t-shirts are probably fine mm-hmm. until they kind of be used as a totem and they pull the them. Twitter comment. But <laughs> I think where they they just should have yeah. they just should have let it lie. They, the second round of fire, they just should have taken the high road immediately. And I think it's telling that Mike was all combative and still defiant until someone started threatening. His wife, and then suddenly, <laughs> oh well, we yeah. got we need to shut up and move on and view people. This is horrible. I mean, you know, if you can't stand the heat, get the fu- you know, get don't just put your foot in the fire. And I thought that was a kind of a pussy move by him, really. Huh. I mean, did he really feel threatened? No, I mean, obviously, no one's going to come to his house and, and obviously him his, or his, his but, but I bet his girl, I bet his wife legitimately was concerned because she sees all his tweets and all that yeah, kind of stuff. Possibly. So, you know, I, I to me, this is an interesting angle to see if at all this is going to blow up because Pax is yeah. right. I mean, it's getting to be a bigger and bigger show every year. Oh, it'll be huge this year. It'll be huge this year. They got a much bigger facility. I'm just wondering mm-hmm. what kind of Paul or what kind of atmosphere this will, uh, if any, change the atmosphere of PAX. Will, yeah, and I don't will think... enforcers crack down on Dick Wolf t-shirts if they have like a Dick Wolf protest? How are they <laughs> going to handle this PR fiasco? It, it's it's an interesting question because like, what happens if? 10% of the people show up with Dick Wolf shirts. I, I'm telling there was a not unsizable amount of gaming professionals pulling out of forums and, and uh, panels and stuff and saying they're not going to go. Oh, really? Yes. So there's like a professional backlash against the con. Yeah, I mean, you got to understand for a game company, sure, they don't want PR, this is they radioactive. Yeah, yeah. So there's, I mean, I think some of them are like. You, with progressives and liberals, which a lot of these gaming people are, sure. they get like caught up in these cause celebs, and you know they yeah. want to. And there's like you know the phenomenon that I've, I've made mention of the internet white knight syndrome, where it's like, well, we need to protect women, you know. What? 
Okay, but no, there's like wrong I, because they. If you want everyone to be equal, but you but, don't need to protect yes, anyone the, more the, than anyone the else. The White Knight is the guy who like there's one token member, woman, female member of the forum, and if mm-hmm. anyone talks shit about her, even if she deserves it, they all jump in and defend her. Like you'll see ten guys respond in in like to defend oh, yeah, this woman's just honor because they want to get some exactly. <laughs> and I've even seen a guy and like some guy beautifully called this guy out like. You know, why are you wanting to do something that will make, you know, the number of women at PAX decrease? Yeah. What the fuck? Just because you – so you want a bunch more cock sheaths around? I mean that's the only reason you're offended because then there might be less women for you to possibly fuck? It's like – Wow. There is a kind of a double standard there. Absolutely. There there are double standards, especially within this gaming community because it's 90% men as far as I know. Right. I mean if you go to PAX and you look around, it is – 80 to 90% dudes. White dudes. White, that's yeah, the other thing dudes. is like... It's, yeah, I don't get that. Because there are tons of minorities <laughs> that play games. What the fuck? Why aren't they at packs? Uh, because, I don't know. I mean, I think they do. But when you say tons, I don't think that's true. I mean, how many percent... No, there are tons of them that play games. What I'm saying is, you realize African Americans make up like, what? 15, 20% at most of the American... Oh, I don't know. So it's like... That's that's like so. If there's only ten percent of them there at a gaming, that's actually yeah. Then that's about like one percent right. of the population. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but my thing is, I think that the other problem I have is just kind of like when you talked about gay bisexual stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of got caught up as like as a male with I've got I've got the preferred uh, sexual orientation, gender selection, and color of skin. And, you know, education, love, income bracket, everything. I find it very hard to, you know, comment on what people should and shouldn't be offended by. Just like, you know, like 10 years ago, I'd be like, I don't care if anyone is offended by my use of the word faggot. I'm using it this way and they can just get used to it. So it's like, do you, does the person that is from the privileged status get to define what is offensive or do you let the rape victim say, this hmm. makes me feel uncomfortable? Now, there's a balance. That's an interesting question, yeah. Like, if someone makes, like, if, if, if like, maybe you don't, you say the word, you can't use the F word, the fag word, but you can, can you make. Which you've just used you, twice now. I know, but I'm doing it as, <laughs> but yeah, I'm doing sure, it in sure, a way. Sure. So, um, is there a responsible way to poke fun of homosexuals? <laughs> You know, I would argue um, there's a lot of ways you can make fun there, of homosexuals. Yeah, and, and there are plenty of ways without being dicks about it. And is there a way to make rape funny? Well, that's the yes. thing. Like I, Sarah comedy... Silverman tells a hysterical, like she's got a joke mm-hmm. that's like, "So I was raped by my doctor a few years ago," and she goes, "Which is such a bittersweet experience for a Jewish girl." That's hysterical <laughs> because, okay. like, the stereotype of Jew, like Jews, are like sure. after money uh, and yeah, like marrying yeah. a doctor, and so. You know, that, a, but that joke is more about Jews. But which is, right? but it's it's offensive it's, on many levels. It's, but it's, it's hilarious. Yes, you're right. Yeah, it's hilarious. See, I think as a society, everyone needs to define what's funny. You can't just let one group decide this is funny or this Agreed. is not funny. I mean, Agreed. we all have our sensibilities. We all Agreed. need to contribute to this idea of what is funny and what is comedy. And some of the best comedy, I mean, comedy really. To me, a lot of the times is about pushing boundaries oh. and saying this may be offensive, but we can look at it in a certain light to to have it actually be comedy, be funny, and people not get offended over time. Like, yeah. of course, when it happens, people are going to get offended. Lenny Bruce offended mm-hmm. so many fucking people, which I by just saying things. fucking, yeah, that. George Carlin, but he yes, George Carlin, uh, they all Richard brought Pryor. this into the public yes. life. Yep. 
And, and, and that's the only way to progress society. Comedy yes. is actually a yes. progression device. It heals. For society. It gets people talking and heals. Absolutely. I mean, what little progress we've made on race is probably because of Richard Pryor and Chris Rock and <laughs> sure. stuff like that. Just talking about it. It's like, look, we've got to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. I won't say it's all because of no, that. No, I mean, no. there's like right. black movement. Yeah, it might have Martin stuff. Luther King. Yeah. And you know, there, there are Malcolm a couple X other small and, figures. Yeah. Not, not comedy. Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, but it's a big component. It's of part that. of the healing, a part of yeah. keeping the conversation. I'll just say that before y'all like rah rah penny arcade, Dick Wolf, team rape, do some research on the rape culture in America, and uh, you know people with post traumatic stress, and at least do don't just knee jerk dismiss it. If you're going to dismiss it. Educate yourself so you know why and what you buttons you're actually pushing on people, and then make the call whether it's worth it or not. I would say at yeah. this point, anyone that shows up with the team dick with a dick wolf shirt, I'm going to uh-huh. assume is an asshole. Huh. At this okay. point in stream, that they are actually hmm. now that people have said this is making me uncomfortable. What if it's and, a woman? And and and, and I still, you're an asshole because the second someone registered team wolf team rape and team started rape organizing wrong, yes. these flash mobs, that tainted it. It, sure, it doesn't. Sure, sure. It doesn't fucking matter. It's just like saying a swastika. Well, that's a that's a Hindu symbol of peace and prosperity. Too bad Nazis fucking tainted it. Don't show up with the fucking swastika unless you're at a, a Buddhist temple where you're not going to get your ass kicked or a neo-Nazi convention. Yeah. So so if you show up, at- <laughs> <laughs> then I yeah, think it's appropriate it's gear, appropriate. right? Yeah. yeah why yeah. not? Or if you're a prince of it's England, like a, like a tux at a. <laughs> wedding or something. Yeah. So I yeah, I, I, at this point, I'm my assumption is if you if I see you in the Dick Wolf shirt, I'm assume you're an asshole. I okay. might be wrong, but my assumption is you're an asshole and you're doing it for the wrong reasons. All right. Well, that's 20 minutes on Dick Wolves. I well, think we can move on. I think we can move on. <laughs> I think we can actually get into the meat of our topic tonight, which is Pax East. Agreed. Um, the first thing I want to talk about because we're going to talk a lot about. What actually goes on at PAX, but first I want to talk about what goes on outside of PAX in in Boston. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of stuff that is done before the convention, like especially the night before on there, Thursday. Yeah, there's mini concerts. There's, there's mini concerts. Some yeah, um, or, unorganized there's gaming. gaming. There's uh, the Pokey Crawl, which we yep. fringely participated in last year. Uh-huh. Uh, we went to the bar that the Pokey Crawl was at. Right. Didn't wear yellow or green or whatever. I might have been wearing a red shirt accidentally, but. And I might Whatever. do that again. I don't know that I need to participate. I in don't it. need to. I, I don't just, have I, a pokey uh, counter or whatever the fuck those I, are. I will follow them and drink, uh, and it's absolutely. kind of a spectacle. It's a good way to meet Paxers. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's a lot of fun. I'll yeah. definitely be there out at the bars drinking on <sighs> Thursday night. Like that's kind of the time to drink. I think yeah. if you're going to go to the bars, you tend to do it the night before the con starts. Because if you go to the concerts at all, you're not, yeah. especially in Boston where things shut down at one or two o'clock in the morning. That's the thing. The concerts go till one, two o'clock. Exactly. So. And later. I mean, yeah. geez, Louise, Jonathan Colton. They just give him run of the show. <clears throat> right. Like whatever, as long as he wants to play, he could play till Sunday night. Right. Like he said, <laughs> he's, like, he's like, he's uh, like, so I guess they're going to shut this place down at two o'clock, but uh, I think there's more of us than there are security guys. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll keep playing. Yeah. <laughs> Which is awesome. Yeah. So, so there's definitely a lot of pub action uh, on Thursday night. Mm-hmm. And I've I've always wanted to get into like the gaming at the hotels. I've not done that yet. My my plan for PAX this time outside of PAX is to like scope out the area, find out what's going on, and like game and drink and socialize. Like that is my plan. I'm not going so much for the panels or the uh-huh. or the real PAX event this time. I'm right. going for 
the the socializing and the gaming. Right. Like I want to meet people and have fun. Gotcha. Because the last two times we've been, I've been all about like panels and gaming, like like console gaming in yeah. the in the gaming rooms. But yeah, yeah. I want to do like uh, pen and paper, uh, uh-huh. tabletop kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Stuff you can't do at home. Exactly. Yeah. Like I don't have fifty thousand people at home to to hang out with. Uh, also, let's talk about some personal things we're doing, or oh, like no. or uh, podcast things we're doing. Um, oh yeah, yeah, the Bald Move crew has been hard at work. We've got some T-shirts we're going to be wearing to packs. We'll have a, uh, I think, hell a bald, yeah, have a Bald Move T-shirt. We're going to be debuting a one of our custom T-shirts called. Uh, and it's, the theme is uh, "Damn, it feels good to be a rancor." Yeah, which is a riff off the "Damn, it feels good to be a gangster" song from as made famous on uh, MySpace or oh, Office space. space. And you shouldn't have to say that. Like, you were telling me that somebody, somebody told didn't get it. Some people didn't get it. How the hell do you not damn, get Damn It Feels, damn good, it to feels be a good to Be a Rancor? And it does. And this Rancor, it, it he's got, he, yeah. is, he's, he is feeling it, man. He's on this healed t-shirt. back with his arms up. Yeah. He's like, yeah, it feels good to be a Rancor. Hell yeah, this is me. Accept it. Absolutely. So we're going to be putting up a store with those. We're going to be wearing me. those to PAX. Yeah. Uh, we, shit, we may even give some of those away at PAX, who knows? Maybe. Um, but what we're really excited about is we've been, um, coming up with a custom card, uh, our own card game. Yes, absolutely. A casual card game, um, and we've drawn on our own experiences, you know, as we've made allusions to, we all, <laughs> we three grew up as Jehovah's Witnesses. We're unleashing it here. I don't know that we've ever actually officially said we were Jehovah's Witnesses, right. but we, we were. We grew up we Jehovah's were. Witnesses and we all left the, the organization for almost three different reasons. Like, <laughs> I was never into it at no, all. No, Jim never believed and he kind of like towed the line to, you know, get along with his family and friends. And friends, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was a true believer, but I actually left in late in life mm-hmm. uh, due to doctrinal differences. Yeah, research. I actually researched and feels like, hey, this is a bunch of crap and left. And Peter got thrown out because he... He fucked someone. He fucked somebody <laughs> and uh, couldn't keep it in his pants till marriage. Yep. Um, and he got thrown out. So what that means, when we say we left, okay, when you're a witness, your friends are all witnesses. Your family is largely witnesses. Yeah. Everyone when, you know is a witness everything by you know design. Is a witness. And this is by yeah. design. It's, it's, and uh, what, when you get kicked out, all that's taken away because no active witness is allowed to talk to you. In fact, if, yeah. if they do talk to you, they can be this fellowship too. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's not go into like the, all the doctrinal issues. Here, no, no, but, no. But like I'm just saying that's – so we were all talking about how bizarre – there's some bizarre things about being witness. There are a lot of like, bizarre things, yeah. Like you can't grow a beard. You can't watch rated R movies. You can't watch Disney movies because they have <laughs> magic in them. Yeah. You yeah. can't go to college because if you go to college, you might be in a dorm room and smoke pot or or, or be exposed or, or to be ideas exposed that to, they don't like. Yeah. Exactly, you're not really you're very discouraged to do outside research, yeah, like reading exactly. other Bible literature from other places. Is Basically, let's verboten. just blanket this and say it's pretty fucked up. Yeah, there's some fucked up things about being a witness, and we're trying. How can we communicate that? Because when you're talking mm-hmm. to friends and family that are not witnesses, it's hard to get in to the headspace of what it's like to be a witness. So we were drunk one sudden Saturday afternoon waiting no. for Peter to show up and we had a big whiteboard and <laughs> we started whiteboarding like a, a card game. A, a, we, I, I envision as a CCG, but we pared it's, it down yeah. to a very casual game. It's turned more into like a combination of Uno and 
like apples to apples. It's, <laughs> it's very it's strange. It's like Rook and Rummy with some contract bridge. It's like chess and uh, volleyball with some. It's I like, don't know, you know, when Vulcans have pond fire. <laughs> And it's, it's like that. It's like the uh, Vulcan s- sex ritual. Pretty soon, Captain Kirk dies, and then he's oh, beaten God. back up, and he turns out he's not dead, and there's an awkward hug. Yeah. And uh, God needs a spaceship, and yeah. I, something goes on. No, yeah. but it's, it's a fun way, but it is also kind of educates about what that experience is like, because a lot of people yeah. know about, you know, I, I don't like to use the word cult, but mm-hmm. witnesses are definitely a high control Yeah, group. I, I would classify it as cult. I okay. mean, it, I'm, I'm going to make. I don't no like that because it. I don't like that just because it's pejorative. But sure, um, but I think it applies. Okay, and now you've destroyed my derailed my train of thought. Why? All right, you... well, fuck you. All right. <laughs> uh, so we got this. So we got this game. It's we've actually been playing it. We've demoed it with some of our friends. We think it's mm-hmm. fun. It's fast paced. Mm-hmm. Uh, the goal is to either become a high ranking Jehovah's Witness uh-huh. or to leave the the cult without being without being disfellowship. So you don't lose your friends and family. But as That's you're the playing key. the game, there's like all things like people can catch you doing sins and then it yep. triggers a disfellowshipping round and it's actually really fun and mm-hmm. we've there's a lot of player interaction where uh, you're not just uh, it started out where we were just basically you played against the dice. You were rolling dice to determine the outcome of most things. But right. now we actually have a system where you are interacting with other players to yes. try and determine things. Yes, you're trying to win so. and trying to catch them doing bad things. and Yeah. You know, uh, it's much more interesting. So we think it's fun, and we've got an alpha version that we've actually professionally printed. Yep. yep. We're going to bring 10 decks with us, and our goal is to get these 10 decks into... And we're telling this to you even though you don't get them. Well, I'll I'll go this way. If, if you're if you're a blue yonder listener and you come to PAX oh, nice. and meet us, if we have decks left over Sunday, I'll give you one. If Sweet. we're out and you give me your email address and your mail address and all this other crap, I will order you another alpha deck and I will send it out to you. Wow. So if nice. I've got some left over, which I hope I don't, I'll give it to you that day. If not, I will actually have you custom printed an alpha. And they're these decks like I don't know that this is going to take off big. We're going to hit Gen Con at the mm-hmm. Indie Hall, and we're going to try to promote this. I'd be thrilled if we sold a couple hundred decks. Yeah. Um, but if you know if it does turn out to be a really fun a big game, like a Steve Jackson style game, these are all marked with a special alpha symbol. Mm-hmm. So they're you know collectors' items. Collectors' items. Oh yeah, gamers Sh- love shitty collect- alpha arts and <laughs> shitty alpha rules and a shitty yeah. alpha symbol on the backside of the deck. And uh, we're actually doing a viral marketing campaign right now. If you go to baldmove.com/slash/colt. Uh-huh. You will get to... Uh, There's a cult.baldmove.com. Uh, it's not working yet. I don't want to give right. out that address because okay. it doesn't work. But All baldmove.com slash cult. Uh, there is a form that you can just put in your email address, create a password, and then you can start referring your friends. And if you refer uh, two or three friends, I think it's three, um, we will give you a free copy of the digital game once we launch. That you can play on the Octagon. Octagon. O-C-T-G-N. Yep. Look it up. Um, that's a well-known game that you can play like Magic the Gathering and do all that. Oh, kind there's of stuff. tons of custom yeah. card games that people have made. Yeah, it's really cool. So, and we've also got a couple other things. We we're, we're going to do a couple other games. Yep, based yeah. on we got an idea for a call of Cthulhu. We're building an empire. Yeah, is I, really what we're doing. We're, bald we're gonna, move empire. We're going to keep throwing shit out there <laughs> under the bald move banner until we get rich and or famous. Until something sticks to you. Yes. So we're at like our goal is like every quarter, every ninety days, we're going to have something out there new. And yep. if people like it, great. If not, 
fuck them, we'll keep doing something else. Yeah, they'll like the next thing. So we think it's great. If you'd like, uh, you know, again, if you're a listener and you want a deck, uh, let me know. I will send it out to you. Uh, yeah, and if it's uh, Sunday and you're at PAX, tweet us to find out if we have any decks left. Yep, because we'll be looking to move them. I'm hoping yeah. to get them in the hands of, like, Jerry and Mike and just mm-hmm. be like, hey, it's a new game. Like, like, play anyone that's relatively, that has some audience. Yeah, it's a shame Will Wheaton won't be there. Yeah. Because I got his autograph last time on my badge right, and right. my program. I actually got Paul Storm's autograph. They might be interesting to get a deck to. Sure. Uh, so. But tons of people have booths there, and, and we're going to check them out. Yeah, so, you know, the thing is, is, like, I have great respect for individual witnesses. I think there's some that are very nice people. They're very devout. Uh, my beef is not with them. My beef is with the hierarchy and organization. And the, you know, people think of witnesses as being nice, clean-cut people, and they are. But I'd like for them to know kind of like the other side. And that's what this yeah. game's all about. And it's fun to play the boot. So we've got that going on. Um, the other thing we want to offer to you as the listeners is I'm going to attend every Penny Arcade panel. T-shirts we- as well. T-shirts? Yeah. Yeah, we want them to go uh, check out our store, baldmove.spreadshirt.com. All right. Um, right? Because we got the damn, damn it feels good to be yeah, right, of course, wanna, up there. Wanna, I don't know if we right even now. mentioned that. Yeah, if, we want, if you want to get one right now, you can. They're like 15 bucks, right? 15 bucks, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's pretty standard price. For nice, nice quality T-shirts. Yep. Um, so we're going to be trying to get the, the game. We're going to be playing and, you know... We got some spare moments. We're going to be in the uh, paper-based gaming section, just playing the game, trying to get Absolutely. people to play it with us. Yeah, you can play with four to six players. Yeah, uh, and this goes like perfectly. This game, into... this game includes like everything you need to play in the deck. It's got like seventy-eight cards. You got. Um... We're going to have to do a whole cast on like the development of this game and like what we changed and what we started with because there are a lot of interesting yes. progressions, like moving from dice to cards, moving from. Uh, the dice interaction to player interaction, things like that. Uh, there's a lot of interesting stuff. Maybe, maybe we should maybe we should just leave it at that then. But we're, we're, okay, but yeah, we I'm, are I'm trying to that. get people to play it at the game. So if you want to you want to hook up and play, and have a demo, mm-hmm. uh, we'll have one of the decks there, and we'll be playing. We'll be playing in lines. Here's the other thing: if you have a, like a blog about gaming or like a podcast about gaming, and you want to do like a review of this game. Uh, we'd be more than happy to send you an alpha deck. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. As long as you have some sort of subscriber base. If your subscriber base is as low shit. as ours, yeah. no way. No <laughs> way do you get a you deck. You must have at least 25 Facebook fans. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, But any any blogs or uh, podcasts bigger than 25 fans, yeah. um, shout out. We'll send you a deck. So there, there's that. Um the other offer I wanted to make, I've you know I've cut myself off like three times. It's now. a sexual offer, listeners. So <laughs> be prepared. Uh, yeah, we're staying at the Round <laughs> Roundhouse Hotel. Roundhouse Hotel in room sixty nine. Uh, no, uh, I'm going to attend as I always do every Penny Arcade fucking panel. I'm going to attend the yes, Penny Arcade question question panel number one, mm. number two, and to make a strip. Draw a strip yeah. during the whole time they're taking questions from the audience. I never have good questions to ask. No, you don't. If a viewer has a question they want me to ask, I will stand in line and I will ask mm-hmm. that question and I will get the answer and I will report it back to you. Tweet it to us. The so best if you one. want Mike or Jerry to answer a question for you, you let me know. You tweet us and the best one or two, hell, whatever. Yep. I'll get as many as I possibly can answer. <laughs> you just rapid fire. No, I'm not going with three different ones I can get in line. I probably won't oh, do. Oh, there you go. I yeah. won't do one more than one question. Sunday per... it comes up. Uh, yeah, I'm the asshole. Remember me? Here's yeah, a right, question right, from right. our Twitter followers. Right, right, right. So uh, so you got that. You know, you can make sure, me be sure. an asshole. At, yeah. I'll be banned from packs. And if we only get one question and it's like, how do you feel about the dick wolves? 
You actually, know, that, that actually, might be interesting. Ask them about that. Uh, I bet it gets asked. I bet it does, yeah. And it'll be interesting to see what their response is because they might – I've seen them just dismiss an answer. Like if there's some people have asked really? about like legal things, like uh, when they were you know trying to get to secure the rights to publish their book because they fucking sold that to somebody by mistake. Uh-huh. Um, they actually said like we can't talk about it. So wow. it'd be interesting to see if they just like take that tack of just like, you know what, we said everything. Yeah, you know, I can see them saying we said everything we want to say on the homepage. Read that again if you, you know, but we're not going to talk about it anymore. If I were them, that's what I would fucking do. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, let's move into our next. Here, actually, bear me while I move us into our next section. Yeah, all right. I think we'll we've talked that. about everything we need to talk about there as far as announcements. This uh, seventy seven seven. Hey, 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 hey! We are not personal arrogance here. I'm we're not saying, talking about what I'm we're just drinking. Saying that Get this, out of here! This didn't go as far as I thought it would. So you got oh, fucked I, over. What? What happened here? You want some? No, no, That's you're right. sick, you no, bastard. No, you got it. Um, okay, it's, anyway, so let's uh, let's talk about, before we get into our, the panels at PAX, let's talk okay. about our downtime plans. Like, in between panels, while we're at the convention, what are we going to be doing? I personally want to hang out the Classic Arcade, and my that, goal I, yes. my goal is to beat fucking Dragon Slayer. <laughs> you may be there a long time. That's yeah, but a it's, hard it's doable. It's like a 10-minute... It minute, is, but you need to be practicing. Yeah, it's like 10 minutes long. You can do it. You need to be practicing, like, right now, Fuck though. no. I'm going to do it at the camp. I actually saw one of the guys from Digital Press uh, yeah. actually beat the game while I was there last year. Like, that was the, – the classic arcade was the highlight of my Anytime when someone year. makes it to, like, Smog's Lair or whatever to mm-hmm. go – I forget what the dragon's name in that is. There's, like, excitement in the room. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, like oh, you know, you're Everybody crowds the around crowd. the machine, starts smoking cigarettes and playing Journey. <laughs> <laughs> of course. See, that's the only thing they didn't have last time, I think, was they the – They need a smoke machine. They need a fog machine, yeah. yes. They need a fog machine or a lot of people smoking cigarettes. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so a, a fire code machine. violation. They need a fog machine. Yeah. But they had, like, everything. That was the highlight of my packs last year was uh, the art Classic Arcade Machine. Totally. All those. Um, I spent probably, I want to say, like, four or five hours there during the con. Yeah. And, I'm on a, and I, I just discovered it because you talked about how cool it was. So I got to spend, like, a half hour or so there. I oh, you didn't even see it until? No, until you told me, like, Sunday. I visited wow. Sunday, and I hung out there quite a bit. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I definitely want to hit that up and, and, and play a lot more of the games this time. The other place to go that we went last year is the console room. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a bunch of console games that you can check out. Uh, anything from Atari all the way up to the 360 right. and PS3. Um, I wouldn't... All that stuff. I wouldn't mind going to the pen and paper area and seeing if I can get into a game of Pandemic. And you said... Dude, you know, Arkham Horror. I, the PA guys have talked I this I want to get into that, too. Uh, I've, I've heard tons of people saying how great this game is. I I've gone to Gen Con for like three years in running, and I've always tried to get into a game, and mm. something always screws it up. It's like cursed. <laughs> well, last year at Gen Con, you were just... <laughs> Totally like I'm not, playing I got Axis and Allies. Yeah, me and Ace Jace kept winning. We got to the championship <laughs> yeah. round bag, so which blew me away. I thought we'd duck out in like round two or three. Yeah. Well, I was like, so like my whole con time was fucking manipulated by that. Yeah, that sucks. But so. no, it kind of sucks and it's kind of awesome. But yeah, um, I had fun. I definitely want to try and get a game of that in. They say it's like four hours long. If yeah, it's man. a decent sized game. Yeah. So I'm gonna have to set aside a chunk of time right, to go right. do that. So uh, the other things. Yeah, I, I got to go eat, right? I go, go eat. Yeah, where am I going to go, go eat? Drink. We'll, we'll text you if you want to join us. We'll, we'll, we'll Absolutely. Well, the... no, Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, Twitter. follow Twitter. us on Twitter. It's to, uh, twitter.com slash baldmove. And then uh, the other thing I wanted to do is I'd like to play some, like, maybe Left 4 Dead or Team Fortress 2 in yeah. the free play okay. PC area. Mm-hmm. 
that's uh, the thing. Here, here's my plan. Like, let's let's go from the very beginning of PAX. When I arrive there Friday morning, I'm getting in the queue line, uh-huh. uh, waiting to get into the building, and then I am totally skipping the the keynote address which, which, by uh, Jane, Jane McGonigal. Yeah, I'm totally skipping that. I think I she's a Wheaton professor at Hogwarts University, with Harry Potter. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, she's like going to teach like shape shift. Are you sure you want to? I don't think that? you're allowed to say her name. Are you? <laughs> uh no but yes i definitely want to miss that in favor of getting in line early for the primo for, swag yes the primo swag and primo games like you know portal 2 is going to be there i definitely want to see portal so? 2 is it it's that gotta confirmed? be it's gotta it be playable be there. there yes there i've seen videos of it man it's gotta be playable there it has to be has valve um, ever had a oh yeah the left for dead 2 the left yeah. for dead 2 that they was did, a huge it was presence. huge and that's the thing that's what i'm thinking and they gave it's the best be, t-shirts away too they gave the best t-shirts away red dead redemption was there last year which i really wanted to see but the line was freaking huge yep and that's all because i went to the keynote so this year i'm skipping the keynote i'm going directly to exhibition hall and i'm going to get in line for the most popular game I am going to go to the keynote with Jane McGonigal because she seems like an awesome lady, and uh, she's going to be talking about uh, her claim to fame is she did the alternative reality game before there was a genre called alternative reality game uh, called I Love Bees that launched mm-hmm. Halo 2, mm-hmm. and she's also been a big proponent of geeks and video gamers kind of like being the 21st century heroes that like were problem solvers you know, we're going to affect reality in positive ways. So I, I kind of dig that message, and, you know, I like to have them smoke blown up my ass. <laughs> and if a, an attra- a semi-attractive uh, woman is going to blow smoke up my ass for an hour, yeah, I'll listen to that. Beso- Sounds perverted. Besides, <laughs> the, the, the thing that comes right after that is the Penny Arcade. Yeah, yeah, which I also one. don't so It's like about. I might as well have my ass in the seat ready for that. Exactly, and I don't care about that. I'd have to escape that panel. Right. So – uh, do we let's talk about this? Okay, I want to talk about earlier. Yes, our vastly different experiences at PAX. I see Jim more often in an average week than I do during PAX weekend. <laughs> yeah, because we have we're like black and fucking white. Yeah, he yeah. is at Penny Arcade Expo, <laughs> and he has yet to be to a Penny Arcade function. I actually ran fleeing from the the one that I almost got caught up in. Like after like it Will was Wheaton. like he was fleeing a structure fire. Yeah. It was like push the women and children to the ground. Yes. I'm getting the trample fuck out of babies. Here. Um, he has no idea George what Mike Costanza. He has no idea what Gabriel Tycho looked like. I've got a classic picture of him standing by Jerry <laughs> Holkins, going like, "What the fuck is this guy?" That's the other thing. Check out our website right now because at uh, probably slash packs I'm going to put up all the packs pictures that we have from both Pax, Pax Prime, classic Pax, and so. Pax East from last year. Yep. Um, so I'm going to see that, and then the Penny Arcade Q&A that starts at 11.30. Um, then that takes us to how to fund your game development with um, a Kickstart at the Cat Theater. So um, you're going into panels that you want to see, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was going to go to the worst panels before we do that. Oh, really? The panels that we think don't even belong to Oh, packs. this is controversial. I'm afraid to piss people off. It is, but we got to do it, right? That's what we're all about. I mean, let's just... Yeah, we've already talked about dick wolves. Yeah, Come we, on. Are, we are controversial. Yeah. If we're not um, pissing people off, we're not casting. So, uh, Griffball evolved. Well, it's based on something that happened at PAX, right? Uh, let's keep rolling. If we can't agree that they sucked, then let's just like get, keep going. I don't on. agree that sucks. The, um, winning the PAX East game. This yes. is the worst. This is our podcast <laughs> that we're doing right now a day too late. 
Yeah. It's on Friday, the beginning of PAX. What the fuck do you want to know what's going on at PAX? If you haven't studied what's going on at PAX by the time you're at PAX, you've lost PAX already. They have a couple of tips that are probably, like, I already know, like... It's not important to stand in line for the goddamn concerts. They've sure. never you waltz in. They've never not had standing room uh, yeah. access to the concerts. And they've got a huge theater this time. Yes, it's enormous, and it's easy to push to the front. Like mm-hmm. if you want to get by the stage, all you need is five minutes of grunting and sweating. Oh, dude! Last time I was like, "Yo, Aaron, hold my bag. I'm going to the front." Which, by the, way, by the way, fuck you. I'm not doing that this year. And Anamanaguchi is not there now. So. <laughs> I, I plan on pushing to the front for proto men okay and, i'll hold your bag this time. all right it's all fair yeah you will <laughs> and you'll, but and you'll Gucci's... work the shaft and swallow the gravy <laughs> <laughs> but automatic not there yeah, okay. so you've lost that opportunity um, it's a shame it really is a shame right, but that's else? that's the worst panel that's I think, bad that's right pretty bad um the other one i don't want companies doing market research on my Precious PAX time. Right. The harmonics reverse Q and A. I think this they is... stand on stage and, and ask random people questions about their own game. Yes, they're doing market research yeah, on stage are. for an hour. You are not going to get me into a room to be marketed to for an hour. Hell yes, or to help you make money for an hour. I'm here to enjoy the games. The the socializing. I'm not going to help you. How Sorry. about uh, press B to laugh? Gaming jokes and how to make players roll on the floor laughing. It's have a fucking sense of humor. Yeah, it's basically how can you ins- how can you have a sense of humor? How can you make gamers laugh? Make yeah. a funny game, asshole. Make a funny game. It's and, super simple. And here's the thing: they were talking about like why aren't there so why aren't there very many funny games? There are a shitload yeah. of funny games. I mean, if you think back to like all the <laughs> LucasArts adventure games, fucking hilarious. Sam and Max. Um, we've got stuff like Duke Nukem. Stuff like even Portal is funny. Even Full Throttle. Like the one of the hardest times I've ever laughed in the game was during Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis. <laughs> okay. There are some hysterical sequences if you get off the script. Uh huh. Um, that's just funny as hell. Wow. Uh, in particular, there's this one point where um, there's uh, someone you're setting up as a scam to scam this woman out of some information. And you're female, you know, because Indy's always got a girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's doing, she's pretending to be a madam at a seance. And Indiana Jones is supposed to dress up as a ghost. And you're supposed to, like, wear a sheet Scooby-Doo and a style. flashlight and this scary mask at oh the same God. time and go in when your light's off and go make ooh noises. <laughs> but if you, if you just don't do it in the right, if you don't, like, turn off the lights, uh. put on the sheet, put on the flashlight and do the mask, if you just do, like, Put on a sheet over your head and walk into the room fully lit and go, ooh. The stuff that they say is fucking hilarious. Yeah. And, okay, here's a prime. it's like Indiana Jones is in a room and she's <laughs> sure. wearing a sheet and going, woo. But you can see the outline of his hat under the sheet. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny as hell, man. Here's the other thing. We're at Penny Arcade Expo, right? The Penny Arcade games funny. are the perfect example yeah. of funny as fuck games. Yeah. So, like, I don't understand. There are tons of them. This, this panel just seems stupid to me. Yeah, I've, they're... I, Worst yeah. panel ever. Crazy, which is what we're talking about. Um, the other one, how about 10 games you need to play, the digital game canon? Uh, this is a panel where a bunch of quote-unquote game experts get together and decide what are the best 10 games on the planet Careful here, Jim, because we, we probably will do that before this podcast dies. 
I don't I, give a shit. Here, that's that's exactly my point. We're not going to this convene. subject is suited for podcasts and right, blogs right. and gaming sites. You do not need a hundred and fifty people in a room Watching to do, do this. this. This is bullshit. This is a waste of my PAX time. Right. And that's the thing. Like all of these worst panels are based on: is this going to waste my PAX time? Like I have only so many hours. I have seventy-two hours, roughly, of PAX time. What do I want to do with them? <laughs> and and it's hard sell if you're going to come to me with stuff like winning the PAX East game when I'm at PAX or right. the top 10 games when I can go to your site and look at that. Right. And there's a lot of stupid things like how game companies use Facebook. I yeah, that care. suits me. That suits – that's more suitable to like a GDC sort of event, game developers right. convention. Right, Where people who are making games – this is people – Pax is people who are interested in playing games, interested in the culture of games. Uh-huh. Uh, using Facebook in their game is not something that Pax people are caring about at all, right. in my opinion. Right. Uh, the other one that I want to talk about is all the podcast panels. Okay. Like, we have Joystick, and we have Major Nelson, and we have Giant Bomb, and I'm going to say right up front that I am a huge fan of, like, the Giant Bomb podcast. I listen every week. And I think pop- those guys are we hilarious. Went, we went to one of those panels. I've gone the last two times, but I've actually changed my mind on those panels. The only ones that I'm going to go to now are the ones that I can't see. Like last year, I coerced you into going to the GFW reunion, right? The mm-hmm. Games for Windows reunion with like Jeff Green and all those guys. Like, Which I wasn't that, impressed by. Sure, but for me, that's a podcast that I used to listen to that broke up, <laughs> and I can no longer hear that podcast. I cannot hear those guys talking gotcha over the internet so that is worthwhile to me if mm-hmm. i can go there and they're doing a reunion cast mm-hmm. but the stuff like giant bomb where they're doing one every week the stuff like joystick where they do one every week i could care less i can hear that from my home when i have a billion hours to spend on my own that's a valid viewpoint although i hope one day we'll have a, a bald move or blue yonder panel <laughs> well no, fuck that I'll, i'm too good for that I, have- i'm not doing it We'll have three people show up. Yeah, right. <laughs> all right. Um, so is that all the like shitty game in the panels? I, I thought there was one on Sunday, but I couldn't. There probably is. Like most of the ones that I don't think are valid at all are the ones that could be done just as well as blog post or podcast. Right. That's the problem I have with a lot of these panels is I could take a three-page blog post and do just as good of a job as wasting an hour and a half at PAX. All right. So let's talk about the stuff that we are going to do. Okay, good. I already mentioned the first two. We both want to do the how to fund your g- game development project with Kickstarter. Of course, because the of ca- the society, the game we're And we like, we've got other plans, too. We do. We do. <laughs> In the Cat Theater at 1230. Cat Theater. Um, one yeah. thing I want to mention is all three days, there's a PAX East Chiptune Showcase where they're going to just be doing chiptune shows in a jam space and they're between like 12 30 and 3 o'clock every day yeah that's a good place to find us during downtime man uh, this beer is hitting me <laughs> i'm like swag at the beer sweats i'm beer hiccuping sweats. i'm oh farting i'm like uh, um so like that's disgusting if i'm bored i don't have anything else to do i'm gonna hang out at the jam space and listen to some cool music yeah the jam space is pretty cool i went last year um and i just caught the tail end of a show uh last year they had both people on stage who were kind of a band and knew what they were doing and they also had instruments set up for people to just go up and play right like 
jamming is one of those elusive like arts that not a lot of people understand and not a lot of people can do like sex (laughs) yeah that applies to me not a lot i can't do it and i can't well and i don't understand it i don't get it it's kind of awkward and bumpy (laughs) but but jamming is just like this cool okay jamming you have like 50 minutes of bullshit within an hour and you've got 10 minutes of the coolest thing when you've comes ever together, heard. When it yeah. comes together, it's freaking amazing. And to do that in, like, this video game setting with all these people who are interested in the same subject, it's very cool. Yeah. Um, the one thing I want to mention is the Omegathon because the first segment is around this time. Uh, the thing about Omegathon, unless you can see the final round, it kind of – or you've got a buddy yeah. in it. Like, I watched <laughs> PAX. Uh, yeah, Kynes was Kynes. in it last year. Um, it's, it's kind of, like, not cool. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to see the first two rounds and miss the third, right? That's bullshit. Or the last, which I want to see an Omegathon, but every yeah. single time my flight arrangement won't We're dumbasses. We're dumbasses. It's not dumbasses. It's just like there's – Boston has got like two flights in and out of it to Indianapolis a day. <laughs> yeah, Boston's a small city. It's ridiculous. I mean, nobody goes – nobody lives in Boston, They need to right? have packs out of Vegas where every 15 minutes there's a flight. There you go. Yeah. So, but we have to – we have to leave – like our flight leaves a half hour after you know, it the could, Omegathon starts. It could so. just be that there's no flights from Boston to Indy. <laughs> Eh, maybe. Could be that Indy doesn't have the flights. Or maybe. Boston's not a huge town. Yeah, there's a lot of people there, though. Way I mean, more like, than Indy. So, so Benjamin Franklin was born there. Who gives a shit? <laughs> they have beans. They, they make beans. They have a like... market that I like or chicken. Oh, um, so uh, I want to play um, legal issue. I, I want to play. I, so I'm skipping to Megathon this year unless Me one too. of us makes it. I did. Um, I think they've already got the Omega Knots locked down this year, though, and I'm not on the list. Oh, do they? Yeah. Was I on the list? <laughs> uh, they would have contacted you by now. Oh. Last year they did it weird. They actually pulled it right on stage, which is yeah. fucking cool. Yeah, that that's cool. I thought they'd do that again. Um, um, but that's I, we couldn't do it anyway because our flight. Right. Uh, oh, I would miss my flight if I was an Omega Knot. Really? If I, if I got the, the last round, shit, yes, I would reschedule that shit. All right. I'd sleep at the airport and <laughs> leave on the first flight in the morning. Um, le- <laughs> excuse me. Legal issues in gaming in the Naga Theater at one thirty. I'm kind of interested in that. Eh. I'm gonna. I mean, if it sucks, I'm gonna. I'm gonna blow. That's the other thing about panels. If it sucks, you're gonna blow. That's right. I'm gonna go from suck to blow, just like the Mega Maid in Spaceballs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Um. Yeah, but I'm interested because you know there's some things you have to worry about, like copyrights and you sure. Know, and the, with us making the game, it's kind of the, it's important. yeah yeah. So I'm, I could I could do that. Uh, the other thing, though, uh, there's two Rage demos, one on Friday at 1.30, one at Saturday. I'll hit that's, one of those. That's the new id game. You got – I mean, I have to play. <laughs> I've played every id game that's come out since Commander Keen. I'm not so sure that this is actually the game. Like, the title of the panel is a live demonstration of Rage. I think this is just John Carmack breaking gonna, shit he, on stage. He's just going to get pissed like, off. He's just going to be throwing furniture. Yeah. And, like, he's going to set off a rocket. I'm not sure this is a game at all. No, it's it's a demo. It's a, it's, it's and it's the first live look that I'll be able to see of the technology. And, and yeah, yeah. you say what you will, every single engine that it's rolled out has been a breakthrough. Like even yeah. Doom, if you didn't like the Doom Three game, the like dynamic lighting and all that stuff the was textures. state of the art. Oh, yeah. the textures are amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we got that. I'll probably hit the Saturday one since I want to see the legal issues in gaming. Uh, the one that I wanted to start or wanted to see is starting your own game company. I mean, that's going to be That's in the IDGA Dev, Dev, Development Center at 2 p.m. Yep. 
Uh, and then the nice thing I like about Friday is I don't have a thing that I'm interested in the rest of the day until nine o'clock when the Friday night concerts hit. So I'm probably going mm-hmm. to do the uh, that'll be my big um, expo hall day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll try to demo yeah. as many games as I can. I'm gonna try to interview some of the indie de- developers uh, for you, you listeners. Yeah, we're thinking about doing some casting from yeah. PAX if we can. Let, um, let us know if you have some particular demos you want imp- impressions on, because we'll try yeah. to prioritize those. Yeah, tweet those to us. That's actually one of the best ways to get our attention is to tweet us. Um, um, so yeah. Uh, another thing that I thought about going to. There's the American Classic Arcade Museum, which is mm-hmm. not the same as the arcade, the classic arcade room. Right. Um, it's basically a panel with a bunch of people who were around when, like, Atari was v- extremely popular. And, <laughs> yeah, when, when video games were really in their infancy. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're going to be talking about the old days of video games and that whole industry. Uh, but then the Friday night concerts, definitely. Uh, we'll probably get dinner and then head over to the concerts. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I the, here's the concert thing with me. I only want to see uh, Proto Men and VGO because I have yep. seen Jonathan Colton and Paul and Storm and MC Frontalot, Metroid Metal. I've seen those guys three times now. I'm with you. I'm going to see the Proto Men because they play first up on Friday. Because and the reason, like, like why the fuck is Proto Men headlining? Why aren't they closing the show? Here's the reason. Mm-hmm. Their stage setup takes like an hour. Uh, I bet. So yeah. they all get that set up, and then they play the show, and they tear it down, and the rest of the game bands move on. So that's why, if you're wondering why are they headlining when they should be closing, that's why. And, so we're yeah. going to we're gonna have our faces melted off, and we'll probably go out drinking mm-hmm. and play some games. Exactly. And I, I just want to, right now, say, Penny Arcade guys, what the fuck are you doing with these concerts? These concerts have been running with the same people for how long now? At least three years. Oh, three paxes. Okay. Going back to the because of the oh nine. This will PAX be the prime. third year, right? Yeah, and the only thing they've done is subtracted Anime Noguchi. That's it. Pop. That's the only change they've made. They've added VGO. Yeah, which is a good ad. Which is a good ad, but you need to you need to switch it up a little bit. Yeah, like I love MC Front a lot. I love Joko, but. These guys can't be doing the same thing over and over when you right. have mostly the same audience there. Right, right. I, you I, need I, to switch it up. I there think, are tons of good yeah, bands out there. Di- ditch get Doctor Mitch- Awkward or get like uh, what's his name who does Clone Fucker. Uh, uh, Shaver the Dark Lord. Shaver the Dark Lord. Get some guys <laughs> who are a little less well known but are still really fucking good. I mean, obviously, Protoman put on a fantastic concert. Absolutely, but and they've I, only been there once, so keep them. But I think this is the last. They should, in my mind, this is the last concert they should play for at least a year. As far as packs, yeah, okay, sure. yeah, because they're actually they're actually touring <laughs> yeah. the hell out of places. I'm gonna go. See yeah, they don't want to stop touring. I'm gonna go see them in Cincinnati in March too. Okay. So, like, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of the, um, but, but yeah, I think you get two packs and then you have to take at least one packs off and get something else yeah. in there. I just don't know. I can't believe these people wouldn't want to play packs. Like, I MC think MC Chris, I've what? heard MC Chris doesn't want to play. Well, he does not identify himself as nerd. He's core, weird. Which, but you're telling me Schaefer the Dark Lord won't show up or Kirby Crackle? No, these dudes, like, beefy Shale O'Reilly, these guys will show up and these guys will rock the fucking house. Yeah. You just need to book somebody different. Like, I understand you've got some kind of loyalty to these people. I think that's what it is. They've gotten to be friends with them. But you have more loyalty to your fans, I agreed, think. Like, agreed. Like, switch it up. Your fans want something different. We'll see. We'll see what they do in, in Prime, because I'm hoping to. It's been, I'm really hoping. It's been long enough for these same six acts. Absolutely. Um, so on Friday night, you got Proto Men, Metroid Metal, and Frontalot. Mm-hmm. 
and I love Front a lot. I don't really care about Metro Metal. I got their album. I don't like Metro um, Metal at all. I'm, I'm ready to bail as soon as Proto Man's over. Me too. So we wake up. Saturday, first thing off the bat is Penny Arcade Make a Strip, which Jim will be Lame. Coming, coming to coming with Lame. Me, holding my hand. This is this is the best Penny Arcade panel in my in mind because you got the rest. You're doing the Penny Arcade panel experience, asking questions, and Mike is drawing a strip. We still haven't actually talked about how vastly different our our yeah we have experience. We said are. that we actually. You said you just don't see me. No, but, like, like he doesn't. I don't do attend the- any Penny Arcade panels because I've I don't read their. Because he's a shit. I don't read their comic strip. I don't. The only thing I do Penny Arcade related is go to PAX because it's video game related. Well, I mean, I can understand that because you like are much bigger in a podcast than I am. I, I do. Listen, I listen to a ton of podcasts. I listen to four podcasts a week usually. I listen to ours, <sighs> Personal Arrogance, Bill uh, Bill Simmons, Jason Whitlock. That's about it. When some, like when Mad Men's to, on, I listen to Mad Men podcast. Orange Lounge Radio. I don't um, care. I listen to take your geek red, turn it sideways, <laughs> and shove it up your candy ass. I listen um, to a lot of podcasts. <laughs> we'll just say that. Um, uh, the other thing I'm interested in is at 12 p.m. in the Wervin Theater is the Penny Arcade, uh, the PAX musical guest panel. Ooh, That's all of the musical guests. Yeah. All six of the guests in one big row answering questions and in talking about the experience of being indie kind of geek uh, music, musicians. The PAX music train. So I'm interested in hearing Get on board. Uh, I actually want to go to publish your own RPG and don't go broke doing it. Because what time is that and where is it at? Fuck if I know. You didn't write it down? No. Oh, no, yes. I just wrote down the titles. Um, but that's totally relevant to us because like a lot of the stuff that I'm going to this time is relevant to publishing a game to building communities, to uh, more understanding, like, marketing and stuff, because I we're really looking to build, like, this podcast and this game and, like, Empire. all these, yeah, these projects that we're doing, we want to build them into Bald Move Empire. So uh, a lot of my stuff is focused on that this time, a lot of my panels. Um, I'm interested in doing the Geek Parenting uh, uh, because I'm a parent. It's yeah. 1 p.m. at the at the Merman Theater. Merman Theater. <laughs> it is. <laughs> It is, man. I don't know why no, I've got this like tickle in the back of my throat. Yeah, stop that shit. I'm trying. I can't. It feels too good to <laughs> let it get tickled. Anyway, uh, here's here's what I want to go to. I want right. to go to the video game antique road show. And here's why. Because you know oh, people are going to be all... bringing like ten thousand dollar games. You're going to try to you're going to try to rob them. Exactly. Stick them up. Yeah, like if you're bringing in a, a Nintendo World Championship cart, a gold Nintendo World Championship, I'm going to take that from you. I'm going to take it. <laughs> I'm going to meet you in the parking lot. <laughs> Snatch <laughs> no, and grab. There's no parking you're gonna lot. Go, you're going to go OJ Simpson on them. I am. I am. So watch out. Watch your back. If you're bringing an expensive game, better be prepared. There's better another... be packing. There's another Rage demo at 1.30 on Saturday. You going to both? No, just whichever <laughs> one I get to. Yeah. Um, then I'm interested in the community, some assembly required in the Naga Theater at 2 p.m. What's it's that about, about? How to promote and build an audience in the community. Okay. Because God knows we're not doing a good job. Fuck no. 53 episodes in and, you know, we, we want to have. And we're uh, the only ones listening. Yeah. <laughs> and Staffa, be fair. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> So and Darth, yeah. So we've we've got a, a a nucleus of, but we want to know like, and I'm not very good at promotion and marketing. I want to know how to use these social networks and stuff I to actually feel get. So I feel like an like asshole when I'm marketing. like a whore, like a whore. Yeah, I don't want to shove it in people's faces. No. Uh-uh. Uh Saturday night, there is something that I want to see. What's I that? actually, I'm kind of intrigued by all of these each night. Um, <laughs> you've got movie screenings. 
Oh, yeah? Um, King of Chinatown looks interesting to me. It's about a guy who is a professional gamer, and he's like, it's a documentary about how he makes a living playing professional games. Yeah. I thought that would look pretty interesting. I got to say, this 12.5% alcohol beer has got me... You are swimming, a puss. man. God, you realize we have to meet up with the PA guys. Yeah, they're and they drink have been us drinking the fucking table. They have been drinking twelve packs every week. Yeah, you're in trouble, man. Well, all I know is when they come out to Indianapolis for Gen Con, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna smoke them under the table. <laughs> talking, I got, I got it over on that. Yeah. Cigarettes. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, uh, tobacco products. Um, career. I'm interested in the five thirty careers in paper gaming. At the Merman Theater. This is actually yeah. one of yeah, the ones yeah. we might go to together. We might actually end up seeing each other at this panel. Because we, I don't want to work for a publisher, but they're actually going to talk about how to start your own studio and, and get your ideas published and yeah. and and go at your own. So. And working for a studio or company wouldn't be the worst thing ever. I mean, no, nah, I'd be better. Than the, way better than working for an insurance company. It's not going to pay company. what I'm getting paid, though. Yeah, sure. Um, where's My Spaceship? A guide to video game cosplaying. I'm interested at 730 uh if I'm not doing anything else in the cat theater, because as I said, I've kind of gotten a growing interest in doing cosplay and they're going to do some techniques and like, you know, some things you can do in your own garage. And while they're doing it, I, the way I understand it, they're going to transform a female model into a character from mass effect Two. And so that Aaron, sounds kind of cool. And Aaron I, is a furry in I'm, spare time. I'm on record as loving the ladies. <laughs> no. So, yeah. You're kidding. Yeah. So, you know, you're transforming women. That's, you know, in Optimus Prime. That's cool. How about the D&D virtual table demo? What, what time is that? I think it's Sunday. Oh, uh, well, then why are we talking about it? Because the Saturday concert started oh, at 8.30. Well, dude, I just wrote down, like, which ones I wanted to go to. Saturday, concert, Saturday concerts start at 8.30. Not how many paces from the front door they are. Saturday night, they got... <laughs> <laughs> God. Saturday night, they got VGO, which is the Video Game Orchestra, Native Video Game Boston. Orgasm. Very cool last year. They brought yeah. the house down. And I missed most of it. I got there late. Dude, it was hot. Like, their uh, bombing run for... Uh, uh, Chrono Trigger. Uh, I bet that brought the and, and their their uh, Castlevania suite was yes, freaking awesome. Yes, I heard awesome. that. That was very cool. Put a smile on my face. It was awesome. Um, but they're so they're headlining, and then they do Paul and Storm and Joko. I actually might come back for Joko. I might go out for drinks and dinner, mm-hmm. and then come back because he always plays late. And he plays different stuff. He mixes it He's up. He's got a lot. like 70, 80 songs. <laughs> yeah, he did that thing a week. That, yeah, which fifty two. There's fifty two songs, songs right though. there. Um, the 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 Geek Knights guys who we might be playing Rampart against. I think we are. Yeah, uh, we're doing a little Rampart tournament while they we're don't, there. Don't I'm calling them a bitch for ducking us. Yeah, and if they do, I'm gonna be a bitch because they're gonna beat me. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, they're pretty good. Yeah, but uh, they have a lot of panels. I think they're doing three different panels. Um, w- one that I definitely want to see is game mechanics and mechanism design. I do too. Ten thirty at the Werven Theater. Is Sunday. that Sunday? Okay. Yep. Um, there's another, like, how to win at games or whatever that, yeah, fuck that. sounded interesting. No, I... it doesn't. <laughs> Don't suck up to these fuckers. Okay. I wasn't sucking up. I was stating my honest opinion on what no, I wanted to see. I don't but... believe it. Sorry. Right. <laughs> sure. Well, game mechanics and mechanism design, I can go to that, right? That You'll cool. allow that? Yeah, I'll allow it. All right. Now, what's that? That's about actually... Um, that's about going to do that's it. That's about going to be about what is going to be, how you control people's minds and such. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's yeah. about how you do how game design can get the players to do what you want. Exactly, and yeah. you, you you know you kind of know intuitively bad game design and good game design, but like what are the 
there's actually theory and mathematics behind it. Sure, sure. And we're getting into game design and stuff, so it's like, hey. Yeah, so it'd be interesting. I don't know that they actually have any game design experience (laughs) is the thing. Um, It'll be interesting to see. But I, I thought they them... were going to moderate a panel of developers, but it turns out it's just going to be it's them. It's just them, yeah. But I have heard them speak to the subject on their podcast, and I thought it was pretty decent. Uh, their conversation was interesting. Yeah, they're smart guys. Um, so I'm interested to see that. Uh, Penny Arcade Q&A 2 Lame. in the main theater at 2.30. Again, if you got some questions, give them to me. I'm going to be sleeping during that. And then the thing that me and Jim are super excited for oh, yeah. is the game design jam. Hell yes. And this IGA... Is... Uh, IG88 Development Center. (laughs) This is basically a two-hour session where you get a partner and you design a game. And we've got an idea for a game that we've been wanting to do, and we've actually been wanting to design it, so hell, we'd do this anyway. Might as well do it. Let's bring bring your mini whiteboard. All right, yeah, and we'll we'll get basically time. We'll get time with real developers, real game developers, who can show us what we're doing wrong. Tell us how bad we're sucking. Tell us how much we suck. And, uh, Uh, And make fun of us and then throw us out. Yep. And I'm totally excited about that. Uh, the other thing that I wanted to see, I think this is on Sunday, start your own damn company. Uh, it's about it's basically these guys who say, we will not make your game. We have made our games in the past. Mm. Uh, we have ideas. You have ideas. We're not going to make your idea. We're making, we're making our, our ideas. Idea, right. So go make your own damn company. And, of course, we're interested in that. Like I said, most of this stuff is about game development and marketing and communities and stuff like that. But that's about it. As we're going to flee the fucking scene and fly back. And this is the other thought. Yeah. We're actually flying together. Like We are. Last time we didn't. Uh, and I met Joko <laughs> in the airport, which well, we didn't, you missed out on. We didn't from PAX Prime either because you were. Yeah, we did. But you were living in Chicago. We yeah, flew but our, back. We didn't fly together. We flew. To, we flew. Are we there sitting together? together? We, we ended up not sitting together at one point and sitting together. Like, on the way there, we sat together. On the way back, we didn't. But, like, the, the flights to Indy, like, from Seattle oh, to Indy, right, all I go bumped, through I, I Chicago. I bumped you in favor of sitting by an attractive woman. That's, you sat a row behind me, yeah. Yeah, right, right. I switched you up because you were actually dating someone, and I wasn't. So I'm like, <laughs> dude, I, I, I preempted. It's like, hey, that girl's kind of hot. Why don't you yeah. switch me seats? <laughs> so. All right. I guess. had a nice conversation with her, but uh, didn't go anywhere. Nope. <laughs> Um, That's the thing, man. PAX, all about scoring with the ladies. Yeah, it is. That's not true at all. No. (laughs) Although in a college town like Boston, maybe, but it's not with the ladies at the con. The problem, and Kynes is better at this, is that every woman that I can tell at PAX is attached. You just have to not care. You have to. And and like he said, if the ring's not on the finger, then, you know, she's going to put a ring on it. Exactly. But I have a problem doing that. And um, <laughs> the other thing is uh, the girls that are unattached at PAX tend to travel in PACs. PAX. Not P-A-X, PAX, but P-A-C-Ks, PAX. just like in bars. And they're hard to, they're hard to uh, separate from the herd to go in for the kill. So, yeah. Yeah, you don't need any of that. Maybe this is the PAX. I don't know. This I'm is pulling, not the I'm PAX. pulling for you, Jim. What? No, I'm not going to be doing any of that. I'm gaming. I can do that here. Oh, yeah, you're going to be gaming. You're playing the oh, game. Hell yeah, yeah, you will. Yeah, I'm playing the game, all you're right. You're spitting game left and right. Uh, we got anything else to talk about, Pax? Because I got a no. Stoffus Corner. Yeah, his with the Stoffus Corner. All right, because he, uh, he asked me, he's like, hey, are you going to have time with this Pax? And we actually don't because we're running over. Yeah. But because I promised to you, Stoffa, we're going to fit it in. Uh, 
Dear Blue Yonder, under the subject, reviewers trying to do more. The internet now has an unwritten rule. Wait a second. Does he want me to do some crazy accent? A Jamaican, Jamaican accent? Get the Jamaican fuck out. You want to try it? Fuck no. I'm too sick, man. I can't oh, do it. Oh, come on. <laughs> I'm going to have to do another damn accent. <laughs> no. No. Sorry. Stop it. We don't do requests. No, yeah, it is. Okay, why let's I'm doing do this, this in Stoffa's voice? You got to do this. You got. I got to get a steel drum. Can when you're editing this, can you put some steel drum behind it? I, I will. All yeah. right, all right, all right. <laughs> That's the Jamaican accent right there, right? Uh, steel drum. Dear Blue, oh god, it's gonna be like an shit. episode of this Full House. Gonna, I'm. This is going to be my my. I'm going to be accused of racism. I'm going to be Rapism. Accused, I'm going to be accused of step and fetch it and Jar Jar Banks and all this crap. But I'm going to go for it because I love you, Stafford. Oh, God. Dear Blue Yonderman, <laughs> the internet now has the unwritten rule about doing reviews now. Not only do you have to be a reviewer, <laughs> but you have to be a comedian and an actor as well, man. And uh accentist. Surprisingly better than your English accent. <laughs> it is. I'm better at Surprise. being a black Jamaican man than yes, a white you, English man. Yes, you are. It's like everyone be watching some angry nerd on YouTube. But not so- much. But <laughs> not much better. Fuck <laughs> you, Jim. I'm trying to do this. All right. Uh, it's like everyone wants some angry nerd on... <laughs> Shit. <It's> like a- <laughs> now you're morphing into like Arnold mixed with Jar Jar Bates. I decided they need to make the reviews into bad MTV skits, man. For example, I watch this guy who does reviews on comics, y'all, and I'm not going to name drop. I find it interesting and entertaining to watch. I've lost it. (laughs) Just to watch And no one understands what you're saying either. To watch him go over the comic and discuss his thoughts on it. All right, I'm going to try to rally. Yo, uh, (laughs) I think it's fine that he's trying to play some jokes here and there, but does he really have to bring his friends and family and act as if he's... I can't do it. Battling intergalactic (laughs) space invaders at the beginning and end of his videos, Mon. I can't... add Mon to the end of each I came to the video to watch a review on comics, Mon. Not a bad LARPing session. This trend has become very common amongst the internet. I'm going to limbo. And all that it's showcasing is that there's a reason why... Why these guys are stuck doing acting on the internet, not on big screen stuff? Uh, it almost sounds like you're PS, doing a cross between Jamaican and the pure ownage guy. Can you read this in a Jamaican accent? No, he cannot. No, I cannot. No, he can't. Uh, please select another accent for me to fail with, <laughs> yes. Stafa. I would love. I enjoy German. That. German next time. Um, I can't agree more. Um, this falls under the heading of trying too hard. What is he talking about? I couldn't get past your accent. I'm sorry. You're <laughs> He's bra- saying that. A video game on re- and like you can't just review a fucking video game now in text. You got to do a video review. Oh, you have to be the angry video game nerd. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. that 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 one. So it's like kind of like there were a few radio disc jockeys like the Wolfman, mm-hmm. and you know you see this like and Bob and Tom owns Indianapolis and they're syndicated a lot of places. Yeah. Every fucking AM guy has to try to sound like that. But the thing is, is there's a reason the Wolfman and Bob and Tom and Howard Stern work is because that's their personality and they pull it off. Mm, you try yeah. to ape that personality, you're going to fail. You got to do you, man. You got to do you. Yeah, it's um, true. Yeah, I don't know. Bringing in friends and family actors. Sometimes that works. Like the 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 reason I like Bill Simmons BS report so much is because – He'll, like, just call up his random buddy from college and ask him what he thinks of the Yankees trade. And it's funny because, number one, you get the true fan's perspective. These guys aren't uh, part of the team. 
uh, part of the team and they aren't following it and they don't have a real educated. They're just talking as a passionate fan. So I can see some of that, but you know, for video games, the other thing is I don't, I've stopped reading a lot of reviews. I get the game informer yeah. because I have that hokey GameStop power on card that saves uh-huh. me like 10% on used video games and stuff. And I did the math. It actually saves me some money. I'm Peter streeting it y'all. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't, I don't watch a lot of reviews cause I could give two shits about what people think about a game. Um, I don't read a lot of movie reviews. I read Roger Ebert's because I respect his opinion, but like it's, as I get older, I care less and less about what other people think about the experience and more of what I think about the experience. Well, that's the thing. I mean, reviews and reading reviews and watching reviews are all about finding someone who, whose tastes line up with yours. Yep. Um, and then they become a trusted source. Basically, they Bingo. are previewing the movie through your eyes. Yep. If you can find someone who matches closely enough. And you get to know their personality well enough that even if you disagree, you'll know it. Yeah. Just because it's like, well. And you'll know why. You know, Ebert likes this movie because he likes girls with big breasts. Uh-huh. And he's obvious about that. Or Ebert hates this movie because it's based on a video game. Or it's in 3D and he's an old man and he doesn't get it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to discount what he says about that. Sure. So, like, once you know and you feel like you know a person, then, you know, like, I think listeners know if I say that a movie's hot, they probably, if you've listened to me from the beginning, you know enough that you can either discount my opinion or take it as gospel Mm -hmm. because you know where I'm coming from. And that's the thing about people like Angry Video Game Nerd and whatever. They're not game reviews. They're entertainment. Yes. Um, If you want game reviews, you go to... You go to a trusted game review source. You don't go to uh, the Angry Video Game Nerd and the Irate Gamer and stuff like that. You Because those people are not ever going to show you their real personality and their real opinion on the game. They're playing a character who's only there to tear down a game. I got to say, though, I'm a, I don't like video reviews because I read so much faster. Yeah. Um, but the other reason I don't like is because I'm shocked at how amateur some of these people are. Mm-hmm. Same thing with a lot of podcasts. Like, and maybe, whoa. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> with, like, the I'm coffin throwing, into the mic. I'm and throwing shit. stones from a very glass house, y'all. <laughs> yeah. But um, the thing that drives me nuts about a lot of podcasts is just how amateur they are. Sure. sure. I mean, they have very shallow takes on things, and they just don't yeah. seem like they, uh, they're. Yeah, what drives me crazy is like I'm listening to a podcast, uh, like I, well, I'm listening to a Mad Men podcast, and they're mm-hmm. talking about a mature adult show, but they're they're acting like they're broadcasting on a junior high. Because anytime someone says poopy or pee or penis, everybody's like, oh, my God, how shocking is that? You're so wild and crazy, man. Yeah. But yeah. we're like, you know, fuck that. So, yeah. like, if you're, you're listening to our cast, this is how we talk. Like this is this Jim is us P- having a conversation. Exactly. We talk over each other. We call bullshit. We make fun. We crack wise. And that comes right back around to the value of gaming reviews. Like if you if you don't put out your full real personality, if you're playing a character, people are not going to identify with your opinions on things yeah. because they're not feeling like they're getting the true vision of you. It's distracting. Yeah, and they don't know if they can trust what you're saying because you're playing a character. And that's my biggest problem with the red light letter media guy. Yeah. Is that <laughs> to the extent, God, to yeah, the extent, stop that shit. I wish I could. To the extent that he sticks to the facts, um, I'm entertained. To the extent that he starts going on these weird rape, murder, crazy fantasies, and I don't, I don't really care for the tone of voice that he uses either. No, that annoys <laughs> me to 
hell and back. They yeah, like so it could be distracting. Like Peter loves it, but I hate that stuff. I, yeah, I despise it. <laughs> My voice, man. Like I get, this, I got to get some cough right, syrup or well, something. Okay, we well then let's this wrap this up. shit up. Uh, we are obviously going to be at PAX East. If you are going. Uh, subscribe to our Twitter, twitter.com slash bald move. Have a drink with us. Have a drink. Yes. Uh, we will buy anyone around. Oh, what? Oh, Any, any one of our fans, we will buy around. What this Am gets, I wrong? What if this, what if it gets forwarded and we're in a buying a hundred rounds? <laughs> I can afford it. I'll do it. This offer may not apply in Boston, Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> Check with your local authorities. Exactly. Um, yes, or go to our Facebook If you're on page. our forum as you're listening to this, we will buy – and you show up at PAX, we'll buy you a fucking drink. Yeah. Uh, check out our Facebook page, twitter.com slash facebook.baldmove slash uh, doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> Search for us on Facebook. Um, also go to our forums, like you mentioned, forums.baldmove.com. Which you is can, seeing more and more traffic. We're getting daily. Like, we're actually starting to build up a community of yeah. people to check it every day. Amazing. It's working. Yeah, I don't even check it every day. <laughs> I do. Um, What's funny is, like, Staffa has as many posts as I do. Mm-hmm. We're, like, one, number one, and number two. And then, like, you're at distant second. And Peter <laughs> is, like, at the, like, Darth Paxis has more posts than Peter. <laughs> Peter, get off your ass. Yeah, come Start on. Start posting on these forums. Um, and email us at blueyonder at baldmove.com. Uh, we also signed up for a Twitter account for the society, which is our, uh, game that we made. It's the society game. And we're uh, going to do a podcast on, based game. on that, right? We're going to do a whole podcast yeah. based on that. I think. Yeah. Um, I think that's about it. Leave us some iTunes reviews. I, I like, we could use that. We could use that. I know. <laughs> I don't think we have any right now because we switched up feeds yeah. we had a few and, I, and i'm going to link to the right uh, for the, itunes yes. fucks us over because they will not take down our old site. i sent them messages months ago right. to take that down and we continue to it. pester them we'll eventually get it right but if you go to the link that i'm going to put in this cast it will take you right to the place you need to go and to the right cast to leave reviews make sure um, you don't listen to any of those amateur podcasts no who, who can't get their itunes link straight <laughs> no don't do that and they cough <laughs> Gustily coughing to the microphone. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's it. Aaron's voice is gone. Mm-hmm. My brain is gone. Uh, we're signing out. Until next time, I'm Jim Jones. And I'm Aaron Hubbard. Ciao. Cough. <laughs> <laughs>